Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. This is 1039 LI News Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here with a very talented lady and a very informed lady. Jen Fry is our very special guest, and we're, uh, we're in the midst of Black History Month and when better to talk about uh, some of the uh, inequalities uh, that are still uh, out there. And, uh, and, you know, Brian Flores is in the news, and he has, uh, uh, to me, he has been a terrific coach uh, for the Miami Dolphins, and, uh, and somehow or another he got overlooked, and he's speaking out, and that is usually cause for controversy, and it is uh, no no difference here. It is a cause for controversy. Jen Fry uh, could sort that issue out with us, and, and maybe some of the other uh, issues uh, that go along with the topic of, of racism. Because we're st- as much as we're getting better, uh, we still have a long way to go. Jen Fry, how are you? I'm fabulous. How about yourself? I'm doing terrific. And if you could. Give us a little rundown on on Brian Flores. Uh, uh, you know, to me, uh, I was I was shocked that he wasn't hired. I'm a Giants fan. I would wish he was hired by the Giants. Uh, do you do you feel that there's racism here, or what's your take on it? You know, I think whenever we talk about racism, we have to fully kind of understand um, a deeper definition of racism. I think sometimes people are saying. Well, racism is just me not liking you or um, you being superior to me or feeling like you're superior versus kind of this understanding of power. And so we need to understand racism as a system in which one race has superior superiority over another through a set of attitudes, behavior, social structures, and institutional power. And when you look at Brian Flores, we have to look at the NFL as just a bigger umbrella entity, right? We have to look at the aspect that 1988 was the first time we had a black head coach. We have to look at that black head coaches are usually fired quicker, right? We saw Hugh Jackson was fired after an eight and eight year. We saw Brian Flores fired after two winning seasons. So we have to kind of rethink what we look at as racism and look at how it's a little bit more systemic and pervasive and how it's creating obstacles for these black coaches. This is a league that's 70% black, but right now they have one black head coach out of 32 so we have to look at racism in a way that it's obstacles that are coming forward, not this elementary idea of, I just don't like because of your skin color. And so I think if we look at racism as more of a power structure and how black coaches are really having obstacles, they have to hurdle, they have to be exceptional coaches, right? If we look at Mike Tomlinson, he's still there because he's never had a losing season. What would happen if he had a losing season compared to the other coaches who had losing seasons and were immediately fired? I mean, David Cully. He got one year. He's been in the league for, what, 30, 40 years, got one opportunity to be a head coach one year and was fired immediately. So we have to look at racism a little bit more in depth and nuance and how it's creating obstacles for these black head coaches. I mean, guys like Jason Garrett, you know, who's, you know, lily white and, you know, he looks like the little man on the wedding cake and, uh, you know, underachieved so unbelievably and and they just stuck with him and somehow i think he's going to end up getting getting another job i mean it, it's just uh, it, it's just amazing to me that all of uh, all of this happens colin uh, kaepernick to uh, look 
I think so many people, more people now, appreciate what he was doing. And again, I'm I, I'm as American and patriotic as uh, as you can get, and I, I love that. But there's nothing more patriotic than than protesting something when you think it's wrong. You know, a hundred percent. I think we have to acknowledge that black coaches, black athletes, black people have literally had to implode their career. To, to have people talk about racism, right? Colin Kaepernick imploded his career knowing that I'm doing this for myself, but I have a bigger thing I have to talk about. Brian Flores, right? I have to implode my career because he, he's never going to get to coach in the NFL again. Let's be completely blank, yeah. transparent. He's never going to get to coach in the NFL. He had to implode his career because he's like, hey, there's a bigger issue that's going on. And I think when we talk about Colin Kaepernick and patriotism, right? Like you said, protest is, that's what the U- U.S. is built on is protest. That's how we got away from England, right? Everything we've done has been about protest. And so I would think we'd celebrate Colin Kaepernick protesting in the most patriotic, calm. I mean, the man kneeled. He didn't do anything loud. He literally kneeled. And so to me, that was the most patriotic thing because we're a country that's built on protest. Yeah, amazing. And, uh, you know, one of uh, the subjects, uh, you know, I've been speaking about quite a bit um, is is the late, great Muhammad Ali. And what what he did and at the time that he did it and as he as he passed away and still now he is one of the most beloved figures in uh, in America and in American history. And and I don't mean just in sports uh, history. I'm talking about in American history. And that man, what he did, and I spoke to Ken Burns about this, who did a, a wonderful documentary on on Ali. Uh, if if it was anybody else, it, you know, you just don't see them getting away with it. But somehow or another, we we revere those who who are great, and if they stood up, we revere them uh, even more. If, the only thing is Colin Kaepernick will not get a chance and uh, hasn't gotten a chance to play again. Here's a guy who, who came, you know, a, a minute away from winning a Super Bowl. One big play. I was at that Super Bowl cheering for him, and he came one big uh, play away from beating Joe Flacco and, and being a Super Bowl winning quarterback. And uh, and because of his stance, his political stances, and because of him speaking out uh, against, hey, let's face it, now everybody, I think everybody, well, most sensible people agree with him that it needed to be talked about. Uh, but Colin Kaepernick will never get that opportunity to to win a Super Bowl because of where he stood with his uh, with his positions. Uh, are you seeing any light at the end of the tunnel with this, or do we do we? Gain a couple of steps forward and then take a couple of steps back, Jen. Jen Fry, uh, wh- what do you, what's your take on where we're going and where we are right now? Oh, that's a good one. You know, I'd say I think the biggest thing is that we're starting to be more honest and transparent with our history with those figures, right? But we also have to acknowledge Muhammad Ali when he did that, when he said he wasn't going to war, he was hated. His belt was taken away, like he was about. They're trying to take him to jail. He was absolutely hated. You know, uh, we talk about MLK, hated. Colin Kaepernick during that time, hated. And then once they realized that we, as black folks, um, Muhammad Ali, MLK, Colin Kaepernick, actually knew what we were talking about and were bringing forth what was really occurring to black people, then it was like, okay, this is making more sense. So I think that we have to be continue to be more transparent with history and understand there's different viewpoints of it. Like the 1619 Project, which has the viewpoint of history from an enslaved person. 
that's giving us a different viewpoint. And I think the way to take steps forward is for us to acknowledge how history has occurred from different viewpoints. I think to also fully acknowledge the inequalities that are occurring. And we can't hide them and say, well, you know, we hired one black coach. No, we have to really open all up and, and break down all the data of all the hiring in the NFL for the last decade and to start acknowledging what's been occurring and what immediate steps we're going to start taking, transparent steps. But I think it's one of those, it's really like a cha-cha dance. We take one step forward, acknowledging it, acknowledging Colin Kaepernick, two steps back with firing half the black coaches. One step forward, maybe with hiring a few black coaches, if they don't do well immediately, a few steps back and firing them. And so I think it's really a cha-cha that we have to be patient with and understand it's not going to happen maybe in our lifetime. But we have to be willing to keep pushing, keep making history transparent, keep making data transparent, keep pushing forward and supporting those that are willing to implode their careers. Because the more we support them from the beginning, not waiting till it's you know fun and sexy, but when they when Colin kneels of the true support, we're supporting people who are willing to take um, that strong of a chance. Uh, of a chance and really hurt themselves in some aspects, we need to support the hell out of them. And I think if we keep doing that as not just black people, but white people and white people who are in those rooms are all white and pushing forward and pushing forward. That's how we're going to see that change happen. Yeah. Amazing. And, and uh, Brian Flores, I, I, you know, I hope he lands on his feet somewhere. I mean, he's such a talented guy and a likable guy. I mean, he's somebody, mm -hmm. you know, if, if, if your son, and, and again, I don't know anything about him personally, but, I, uh, you know, he's the type of person that if your son grew up to be Brian Flores, you'd, you know, you'd be very proud of proud of that. And, uh, it, you know, he's uh, it, just amazing. By the way, back to uh, Ali, and, and you mentioned, you know, correctly, people hated him when he, um, when he uh, didn't go to Vietnam, which was a very courageous move. I mean, this was a guy who didn't have a cow bone in his body and people were calling him coward but also when he changed his name and if you think about it he changed his name from a slave name it was a it was a slave owner of of some uh, ancestor of of Ali's and he changed it uh, which is just a, a courageous and intelligent thing uh, you, you know to, to do at that time period what was it 62 63 whatever it was mm -hmm. and uh, here he is, Muhammad Ali changes his name from someone who bought or owned an ancestor of his, and he changed it to to a, a Muslim name. And you talk about being hated. I mean, my God. I mean, people. Yes. You know, you know, praying that listing in the a rematch would you know beat the hell out of him and kill him and mm -hmm. whatever. And uh, and to go on to do everything else that that he did, he threw his medal in the uh, in in the uh, Ohio River. He did he did so many things, and still Muhammad Ali is uh, is idolized at this point by uh, men, mm -hmm. women, children that know of him, and he's he's considered one of the great Americans of the 20th century. Uh, how do you what do you make of that? What do you make of of Ali is it just this unique individual, or is there something in uh, in white America that's um, that's dying to, dying to embrace truth, or dying to embrace um, greatness? I mean, what is why does Ali get a pass? Is it just as simply how great he was, and and it's easier to love him? Why Ali and not others? Well, you mean now? I think the key word is now because he didn't get that pass back then. Right, like so, we acknowledge that time, in some sense, heals wounds, and I think that's what happened with, like I said, Muhammad Ali. MLK had a 33% um, approval rating when he was alive. The same thing as Colin Kaepernick. He was hated, aka why he was assassinated. 
right? And so now he's beloved. And I think history shifts some things. I think, you know, it's hard sometimes for white America to realize what we're talking about is actually occurring because sometimes people, if you don't know what you don't know, it can seem just out of this realm for things to happen, right? And when we're saying we're getting beat, we're being brutalized, all these things are happening, and now they're seeing the proof. Amazing. Right? Bloody Sunday. Bloody Sunday with MLK. You know, before no, no, and it was like, oh, they just beat them all, stick the dogs on them, put the wire hoses on them. Oh, it's actually happening. Things that Muhammad Ali was talking about. Oh, it's actually happening. Colin Kaepernick. Oh, it's actually happening. And that's how that love starts to occur. Is white Americans start to realize what we're talking about is actually occurring, and that they need to get behind us and start supporting us. Wow. Jen Fry, thrilled to have you here. I can't wait till your book comes out or a documentary, anything. <laughs> within your, what terrific, important work that you're you're doing if you can give us a give us anything that that we need to know before you leave i know people are waiting to talk to you but also give us a, a website a social media site anywhere we could follow jen fry and hopefully you can come back for a part two and, and a longer discussion on on a very uh, very important issue a crucial issue to our country and the future of our country absolutely you can find me on all social media jen fry talks j-e-n-f-r-y-t-a-l-k-s my Email is Jen Fry Talks. My um, website is jenfrytalks.com. I mean, it, you type in Jen Fry Talks, uh, any social media platform, you're going to find me. Like I say, don't go on Snapchat or TikTok looking for me to be dancing because that's not going to occur. I'm not sure about you, but I'm not doing those videos. No, and so, literally, yeah, me or you either, right, Fred? It's not happening. But Jen Fry Talks on most likely Twitter, Instagram, it's where I spend most of my time when I'm not writing my dissertation. Well, listen, yeah, congratulations on all the success and all the awareness that you're, uh, you're bringing up. And uh, we can't wait. Uh, we can't wait to, uh, to, to read everything you're writing. And Jen Fry, thank you very much for being here. Thank you. I appreciate you. Have a great day. Jen Fry, everyone, uh, just a, a wonderful uh, activist and spokesperson speaking out against, um, uh, really, uh, uh, racism. And it's, uh, listen, it's gotten better. There's no question about it, but as you, as you could hear and as everyone knows, it, uh, we have a long, long way to go. And when I say it's, it, it's, it's gotten better, uh, you know, when you saw uh, the BLM uh, protest, you saw white faces there along with brown faces and, uh, and people from the Asian uh, community and everything else. Back in, in 68, you didn't see that. You mostly saw black faces and brown faces, you know, marching against what was, uh, you know, harsher, disgraceful uh, conditions um, that uh, they were expected, the, the folks in the African-American community were expected to live in, especially in the South. But uh, now, nowadays, you have a much better um, uh, mixture of folks that are there, and, and to me, that uh, that that's uh, certainly a, a step in the right direction. But we have a long way to go. And uh, Jen Fry, uh, when when she's available, we'll get her back for a longer time. And uh, she's absolutely terrific. And Brian Flores, I, I I telling you right now, I know a lot of people are saying, you know, cursing me, saying, oh, you know, you shouldn't have done this. You shouldn't. I mean, what's he gonna do? You know, I mean, he, he how how did the Miami Dolphins fire him and I don't know the whole story but how does he how does he leave with a, a winning record with that franchise that has struggled for years and years really I, I mean it's it's been a disaster Jimmy Johnson uh, didn't get them on on track nobody got him on track I, Brian Flores in, uh, in 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 his own right got those guys back on track 
and has done a wonderful job uh, with, with that team, and, and he gets fired, but then somehow nobody's bringing him on? Why are they not bringing him on? I, I don't know. There's, there's problems there, and it's got to be addressed. Frank McKay signing off. Jen Fry has been our very special guest, and she is absolutely terrific. We'll have her back, I promise, and we'll see you all next time on Breaking It Down. <laughs>